0: now it'll soon be the start of holy week so what is holy week why is it called that and do you think that easter is still important to us today who better to discuss this and to answer our questions is the friday night clive chaplain the reverend nick gowers otherwise known as nick the Vic from holy trinity church in old hill good evening nick Uh, good evening clive it's good to be with you again. thank you yes and you thank you for joining us this evening nick what is holy week then and when does it begin and end
1: holy week begins on sunday palm sunday and it finishes at the end of easter saturday so seven days later and it charts the the last week of jesus's life before he well and up until his crucifixion so palm sunday we celebrate jesus entry into jerusalem uh with great celebration good friday uh is his death and then saturday uh, his burial uh, and so yeah it's probably the most special week in the christian year
0: and what would you say is the most important part of holy week based on its events
1: well i mean the 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 centerpiece of it is actually Good Friday, where when Jesus was uh, put on trial and then crucified, which seems a bit of a strange thing to have uh, the as the sort of center of it, but it's actually because as Christians we believe that when Jesus died, he was dying for our sins, dying in our place, taking uh, the, yeah the, our place, taking the judgment we deserve on himself, and what what humans intended for evil God used for great good which is our forgiveness and our reconciliation with him so that's what it's all leading up to because the uh, the week before there's there's a real sort of climax because Jesus has arrived at the capital city of Jerusalem uh he's engaging with the religious leaders it starts off with you know a wonderful acceptance of him and celebration as he enters the city on a donkey um Palm Sunday, symbolising peace rather than hostility. If you would entered in a ho- with a horse, that would have been sort of like a military entrance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but it all, but it all changes. And uh, you know, by the Friday, uh, just six days later, the crowd are cr- shouting, "Crucify him!" Uh, when before they were uh, shouting in great praise.
0: So why do we call it Holy Week? Because for me, if you think about it, from the point that Lent starts on Ash Wednesday, that's mm. a holy period, isn't it? I think it is anyway.
1: Well, well it is, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, Lent has this real sort of reflective, uh, reflecting on our own failings and our needs for God's forgiveness. But Holy Week, I mean, holy just means set apart or special. Uh, and that's why we have holy days special days but this is a special week because of the events that we're commemorating are being so
0: significant mm. are there any things that we should not do during holy week
1: i think this depends on your sort of christian tradition really some uh traditions uh say don't eat meat during the week
0: mm. uh
1: where i'm from uh we have no particular rules uh other than really it's, it's spending time being more reflective on uh, that the events of the first Easter many many years ago. Mm.
0: Now I was saying at the beginning uh, of the program that Easter is the oldest festival in the Christian calendar but where does the name Easter come from do you know?
1: Well yeah that's a really interesting question because uh, I mean different languages have different names for it and in quite a lot of languages Easter is not called Easter it's actually named in relation to the word Pasha or Pascha which comes from the Greek word for Passover and Passover was the annual celebration of God rescuing his people out of Egypt the Exodus and uh, that's it was in the Passover festival that Jesus was rejected and crucified. Uh, now in Saxon cultures the celebration of Jesus' resurrection took the name of the month in which it fell, which was known as Eastermanath. And Mm. so, uh, you know, in those sort of languages that have a bit of a Saxon origin, they tend to have Easter as the name. But uh, other languages, it will be called uh, something different.
0: And, of course, Easter is one of these movable celebrations isn't it i mean christmas is you know in it's always well, it's been on the 25th of december since was it james the 1st i think started that one um but why does easter move around each year slightly
1: yeah it it, it can be a little bit frustrating isn't it i i think there's the yeah lots of us would quite like it to be at a set time because you have a this term you know if you especially you got your kids in school the term we've just had has been quite short, which means then the term after Easter is going to be quite long in the run-up to uh, the yeah the summer. But mm-hmm. the, the official, it, it's, it's tied in with the lunar calendar. That's oh, the, right. uh, the key thing. Uh, and so the technical definition is that Easter falls on the first Sunday after the full moon date, based on mathematical calculations that falls on or after March the 21st if the full moon is on a Sunday, Easter is celebrated on the following Sunday. Uh, so because our calendar is not a lunar calendar, uh, therefore the date of Easter jumps around, uh, is the short answer.
0: Right, and of course it's been like that since time immemorial.
1: Well, I mean, it's interesting that apparently the first couple of hundred years after Jesus' resurrection there are a whole variety of views of when Jesus' resurrection be, should be celebrated. Some... Uh, Churches celebrated Jesus' resurrection every Sunday, so they didn't think they needed an annual celebration. Uh, Some continued to celebrate it at Passover, others celebrated it on the same day each year, but of course that would be like Christmas, it would be on different days of the week uh, each year. Uh, And in the end, sort of in the Western church, it's got uh, sort of uh, yeah, we've ended up where we are now.
0: Mm. I mean, I'm daring to draw some parity here between easter and christmas and you very often hear people say oh christmas isn't what it used to be or it's so commercialized or you know it's not like it was when i was little would you say from the church's perspective is easter the same today as it always has been or do you think it's just become another commercialized festival Uh,
1: that's an interesting one i think christmas certainly has more of a uh has captured the the, sort of the 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 imagination of the rest of sort of society in a way that Easter hasn't. Uh, so you know, we still do Christmas presents, we still all do the Christmas uh, meal, whether or not we believe we're celebrating Jesus' birth or not. And you know, for me as a as a Christian and as a as a church leader, that gives us lots of opportunity to invite people to uh, carol services and to say. yeah, you know, Come and celebrate what we're actually celebrating at Christmas, mm. and actually we've got something even better than the next Lego set or the next Xbox mm. game or whatever your Christmas thing is. Yeah, we've got uh, the God who made us and uh, the life He offers, both now and for eternity. Uh, Easter probably doesn't have quite the same uh, sort of doesn't capture the probably the sort of the. Imagination or continued in quite the same way in those who don't hold to a Christian belief. So, you know, you're probably glad we get an Easter Monday off work, hopefully, but uh, there won't be quite the same sort of connection with the events. But yeah, where is it? Yeah, of course, like at Christmas, everybody's invited to our mm-hmm. church services and really welcome to come and investigate it, you know, whether you think you believe it or not. But I think for me, I would Easter end up being really quite an intimate special time because it is the heartbeat of the Christian faith because we see the love of God and that Jesus gave his life willingly gave his life so that I could be forgiven and then he rose from the dead well we're celebrating on Easter Sunday that I can have a relationship with him now that uh, there is life after death there is a resurrection for all who believe there is eternal life you know, this world is not all that there is this life is not all that there isn't. That's built on these uh, these truths that happened in history back two thousand years ago, so mm-hmm. yeah uh, Good Friday and Easter Sunday for me are the, they're very special uh, and are sort of the real center of of my faith and uh, so yeah we try and make our Easter Sunday service uh, probably the most ex i was just going to say exciting, but the biggest celebration of the year in our church calendar, mm.
0: sure. I mean, for me, being a person of faith, I always give Easter the same, mm, I'm going to use the word merit, the same merit as I I do Christmas. It means, you know, a lot to me, and it always has been. I think Mm. because when I was little... Uh, which was going back a bit now um you know we we did lots of you know easter themed things at, at, at you know at infant school and what have you and junior school so on and so forth not necessarily you know making eggs and and, and all that that stuff but um you know it it was more sort of you know um faith based so yeah, for me yeah. for me i i give it equal uh respect as as i do christmas and the thing is my birthday always falls. In on or somewhere around Easter each year. Now this year it's on Good Friday, next Friday. So it, it's always oh, happy um, thank for you. That. It, it always gets enveloped uh, somewhere along the way within within Easter. So uh, you know, I'm fortunate to be a, an April child, but um, you know, it's it's something that that I think you know, helps me to get even more out of, of, of Easter and, and what it really means. But as a congregation and, uh, you, you, you know, in the parish of Holy Trinity Church in Old Hill, how do you celebrate Easter each year? What things have you got going on in the church this year?
1: Yeah, we've, well, as I mean, it's been evolving post-COVID because obviously we have to kind of close it all down um, in those, um, those months of COVID. So this year on... I mean, Monday Thursday we always have a service in the evening where we're sort of reenacting and remembering the Last Supper, which Jesus had with his disciples. Uh, Then we are uh, Good Friday. We have uh, in the morning things pitched more of families. So nine forty-five we have a breakfast. anybody that willing anybody anybody's welcome to come to ten thirty is an all-age family reflection on. The events of the first good friday followed by an easter egg hunt uh, which will be indoors if it's wet but outdoors if it's not uh, but the so the highlight for me is the two o'clock service when we spend an hour just very meditatively reflecting on the last hour of jesus's life really uh, and that goes up till uh, three we don't do anything on saturday but easter sunday we have an early morning communion at 8 30 and then 10:30 is our all-age Easter celebration, which tends to involve confetti and uh, hmm. balloons, and uh, we just make it because it's for everybody, mm. uh, every age. I like that. Uh, We want to make it a really memorable uh, service, and then on the Sunday evening we have our usual 6:30 service, but obviously with an Easter uh, theme to it. And probably on Easter Monday we'll go for a church family walk, and uh, anybody is welcome to join us on that. So mm. that's sort of our typical Easter weekend. Sounds uh, ideal. But obviously different churches do different things. I think mm. some do like a, a watch night uh, thing on Good Friday. Some people have a, a dawn service on Easter Sunday morning to you know, to the women who mm. came to the tomb that first Easter, came at break of dawn, expecting to find uh, a tomb with a body in it. Instead, mm. they met an angel and then you know, Mary met... Jesus alive again. So yeah, the different churches do it in different ways.
0: And of course, over Easter, food is a big thing much like it is at christmas and we associate a number of things with easter uh where you know easter eggs of course um and we have the easter bunny i'm not quite sure where the easter bunny comes from um and of course we have hot cross buns as well well i can get the the religious significance with the hot cross buns um but what can you tell me about the other sort of staple foods that we tend to associate with easter <laughs> I mean Delia Smith. Easter eggs, of course. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, she's probably the one to go to rather than me. I'm not really a culinary expert, I don't think. I, I enjoy eating it, uh, whatever people put in front of me. <laughs> 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 and We actually uh, we actually go away on holiday, uh, often after Easter, and uh, the the family we go with, they make a, a Simnel cake, which has little 12 balls of, uh, was it, 11? I can't it's remember. 11. I can't remember there. Uh, it's 11, that's it is right. 11. It's Judas, Judas that's right. Judas, Judas ain't there. And you've got the symbolism of the 11 apostles who were uh, faithful to Jesus on that. Uh, Easter egg, well, that's a symbol of new life. Mm. And you've got the Jesus coming out of the tomb, coming out of the ground, as it were. Uh, and the egg is that symbol of new life. Uh, They'll probably be the sort of two
0: things that I'm most familiar with. And I mean, following COVID and this blasted cost of living crisis that we've got at the moment what changes have you noticed in attendances at your church and requests from your parishioners for all kinds of support really
1: yeah i mean covid has changed a huge amount and in, you know, we're still living with the after effects aren't we mm. There's, people are still uh, quite anxious i think uh generally in society feels like there is less hope uh, more fear uh, and you know you think after the last three years the news has been sort of filled with crises uh, we've had the covid crisis then we've had ukraine crisis cost of living crisis we felt like we've lurched from crisis to crisis so i think you know, people are i mean out in the you know, the general public are, are really sort of feeling that weariness and weightiness, and you know, that I think it feeds into feeds into all of us. Christians mm-hmm. into not immune from that. I think what we've, we've noticed is that, there, yeah, there's, key, for, all, for all sorts of good reasons, feel you know, that you know, coming out is, is harder. So we're we're keeping continuing to do our services online, recognising that some people. Aren't able to get out, or for whatever reason, don't come out, so that they can still partake of services. So that's something that's continued. I think we've noticed people are looking for for hope, for meaning, and for you know asking the questions of what is life all about, where where is life going, is this all there is, is there a god, what happens after death? In a way that when sort of life seems good and it's just getting better you can sort of ignore those questions. Mm. I think we've probably seen an increase in people sort of asking questions and wanting to find out more. And that's been encouraging. So on the one hand, there have been challenges. but On the other hand, I think we're seeing a real sort of spiritual interest.
0: I mean, what does God teach us about um, experiencing these kind of situations, you know, where, where we're under, you know, a lot of scrutiny, we've got unrest in the world, we've got the cost of living crisis, mm-hmm. that will infer, in you know, stress and anxiety within people. People uh, may feel very, very isolated as a result of that. Um, you know, so, so, you know, what does God teach us about coping with that?
1: Wow. <laughs> How long have you got? I, mean, this
0: is, yeah, I mean, you can Two and, and a half minutes.
1: <laughs> two and a half minutes. But I think from a Christian point of view, you know, I read the Bible, it says this world is a world of uh, trouble. Uh, it's, it has been since the first people pushed God away. Uh, and actually, some words of Jesus that have been really appropriate for me in the last couple of weeks is that he says, in me, I've told you these things, that in me you might have peace. In this world you will have trouble. Take heart, I have overcome the world. And I think that captures sort of three key things. One is that peace and hope aren't found in our circumstances or in our or by looking inside or digging deep. They're found in Jesus, the God who made us. They're found outside of ourselves. I think the second thing is that life in this world has always been very tough. We've lived, I mean, I've grown up in an sort of unprecedented time of growth and improvement, but the vast majority of human experience over millennia is, life is tough. So Jesus said, yeah, in this world, you will have trouble. So right expectations of a, a world that is both beautiful but fundamentally broken. But there is hope, because Jesus said, take heart, I've overcome the world. And that's the hope of Easter Sunday, that Jesus has defeated death, it's, it's not the end. He's defeated decay. He's, he's even defeated evil. Evil won't have the last word. Death won't have the last word. Life and goodness do. And I think those three things uh, actually mean that the Christian faith has phenomenal resources, not in ourselves, but in the God who stepped into this world and has endured our life and died our death and risen a new life for us to to offer us for a broken and hurting world
0: reverend nick gowers uh, a very happy and peaceful easter to you your family and your parishioners and thank you very much for talking to friday night Live. that is your lot for this episode you can catch the program live every friday night on black country radio from 7 p.m if you love our podcast then please subscribe by heading to blackcountryradio.co.uk forward slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from see you very soon This is a Black Country Radio podcast presented by Clive Payne, produced by Andy Caddick.